What's up, millionaires, especially for all of you out there that have been exploring the endless opportunities of starting your own podcast. I think it's only right I tell you about Anchor because I use Anchor to host my own podcast, The Million Dollar Mind, and not just because it's free like all hosting platforms should be, but Anchor offers unlimited space for content, free distribution on major platforms like your Apple, Spotify, Google, etc., free mobile and desktop recording tools. And the best part is you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. To learn more about Anchor, be sure to visit anchor.fm or follow the link in the show notes. I'll see you there. Yo, 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 what's going on, millionaires? You're listening to the Million Dollar Mind podcast, episode 115 on developing controlled attention. Welcome back, millionaires. Today, we're going to be talking about controlled attention. And from this is this is inspired from one of my favorite authors, uh, Napoleon Hill. And this is from a book that I've read numerous times, how to control your own mind. And I think that this is a good refresher to have, right? And something that we should always be thinking about ways to control our mind. Cause oftentimes our mind is a lot of times what stops us from achieving the things that we want to achieve limiting beliefs, as we'll talk about in the next episode with a Wilder Rivera and also just other things in general. Right. But before we get into that, I also want to give you another, another friendly reminder. If you are enjoying the show and you love the topics, you love the guests, you love me, make sure that you go ahead and leave us a review and an honest rating so you can share your enthusiasm with us. And it's just a good way to interact with us and, you know, give me a good idea on what direction we need to go, what topics you guys would like to hear and things like that. So don't forget to leave your feedback as it means a lot. But let's get into today's meat and potatoes. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mind podcast. I'm your host, Kai Speaks, and this is the one, the number one passion and attraction podcast in the world it feels so good to say that but of course that's thanks to each and every one of you all this is the only place for tips and tricks on identifying your passions and attracting opportunities to make a living while living your dreams i am a person with many interests right and i I know that there are a lot of people like me i tend to surround myself with people that have a lot of interests uh very creative always want to try something new. So many of the ideas uh, can flood sometimes and cloud my mind to where it may even, you know, hinder me or make me a little bit hesitant to work on the things that I should actually be focusing on. Right. So, um, you know, I'm training my hardest to identify, you know, which uh, training my mind, I will say to identify which um, which was, you know, going to get me to my goals the fastest, which of these ideas that I can implement that will get me to my goals the fastest, which is going to be the best vehicle. And that's oftentimes what we think about. Is this going to be the, the better vehicle? Is this going to be the better vehicle? And sometimes we get so many ideas. We think they're all the great vehicles. So we try them all at once, which can also, which can also be a bad idea. Right. Uh, and though it's good to have an influx and idea, though it's good to be creative, though it's amazing to just always be thinking about more having this abundant mindset, which is the whole purpose of the the podcast, right? Having an abundant mindset. That's amazing. Um, but we also have to be very careful and I, and know when shiny nickel syndrome is delaying our current progress that we were making. And sometimes it can make us take backward steps. 
So why am I bringing this episode? I think it's a very useful episode that can, you know, put you guys back on the right track if you weren't on the right track at first. And if you are on the right track, continuing down that path. But it's important that we learn how to develop controlled attention because this can expedite the process that it takes for us all to walk in our purpose and walk in our passions. It helps us all find our niche a little bit faster. It helps us all create core values to follow, right? Once you identify core values, as we mentioned before, guys, it's like, you know, the actions and you know, the energy that you need to put in a certain task, because it's like, it either applies to your core values or it doesn't. And if it doesn't, why are you doing it? <laughs> so, you know, again, having that controlled attention, developing controlled attention, learning how to own your mind, you'll be able to focus on what those values are that mean the most to you, quote unquote, your core values. Also, it's going to help you organize a solid, close circle without burning bridges, because a lot of us talk about burning bridges to close and, you know, make our circle smaller. And You don't necessarily have to do that, especially when you have your own core values. You start to move differently and the people that belong gravitate to you. The people who do not start to, you know, separate themselves naturally. And it's not it's not any black, but bad blood because you not actually go out of your way to say, oh, I'm cutting you out of my life. That actually is more toxic than just moving differently. And people going to move accordingly. Right. Like I got friends that I don't talk to every day. I got friends that I don't see every day. I got friends that I don't even you know, I might even forget to text them happy birthday. I will still definitely consider them friends. And they also consider me friends. And it's just like when our lives come back you know, to that place where we're in the same space. It's like nothing ever happened. We're just in a, in a tricky situation where you're doing one thing. I'm doing something totally different and we just got to live our lives, but it definitely would have, you know, it definitely would have not been like that. If I had to go out of my way or felt like I needed to go out of my way to say, Oh, you're not, you're not pouring into my life. Like we used to, I don't think that this friendship is working anymore. It's time to go our separate way. Like there's no point of really saying that. All you got to do is just move accordingly, figure out your core values and your circle will, you know, knit itself around you. Coolio, coolio. Also, another thing that this will do, increase confidence. Developing controlled attention. You just move differently, as we mentioned. So you're going to just have a aura of confidence that is exuding from your pores. And that's also going to, you know, bring you a nice little circle as well, because people Confident people like confident people. Also, it's going to increase your peace. You knowing that you're doing the right things for you and your family and your 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 inner peace, right? It's just gonna you're just gonna wake up happier. No longer you're gonna wake up saying oh, I'm dreading this day because I don't even feel like doing the things that I got to do. You're gonna be moving differently towards things that make you happy. So again, let's get into today's episode of how we can develop this controlled attention, and we got eleven principles principles that are going to show you how to do that. And 11 may seem like a lot, right? But again, remember that this is a lifelong journey, right? Developing controlled attention, owning your own mind. This is something that is lifelong. This is a lifelong journey. So 11 principles throughout your life. That's actually very short. Let's just say you, you master one every year. That only takes you 11 years to master your mind. And we have people who literally have been at the same jobs for 15, 20, 40 years. So you being able to master your mind in 11 years. Come on now. That's value right there. So let's get into it. The first principle is definiteness of purpose. You have to be definite on the things that you want. You have to identify first the things that bring you peace, the things that bring you joy. 
and come up with a definite plan on how you're going to live out that life. If you love to coach and develop others, now your job is to come up with a definite plan on how you can coach and develop others and make that your life's work. Right. So come up with a definiteness of purpose. And the reason why it's called definiteness, and I love using that word definite because there's no guessing. A lot of times we like to leave things. We like to leave things in the gray and we like we love gray area because it it leaves us out of the accountability space. If it's gray, we can't be held accountable. But this should be very black and white. Either this is something you enjoy or something that you don't. This is something that you want to plan for. It's something that you don't. It's very definite. It's very definite, very to the point. So come up with your definiteness of purpose. And it took me a while to figure out this. I would definitely say it took me easily about a year to map out my definiteness of purpose. One of the books that helped me uh, come up with my definiteness of purpose was Think and Grow Rich, another Napoleon Hill book. I would definitely recommend you all read that book uh, and start there because just some of the principles, some of the questions that are asked in that book is really going to help you identify what your purpose is and how to become definite about planning around that purpose. The second principle is the mastermind. I love that the mastermind. And we even have a mastermind available to the millionaires out there for the podcast, right? This is an opportunity for you to connect and network with like-minded individuals and figure out solutions for, you know, yourself and how you can bring solutions from things that you're experiencing to other people as well. Get a mastermind. And this mastermind is handpicked by you, half handcrafted by you, people that you trust to share your plan, your definiteness of purpose, people that you could trust to share that with. And they have um, a little piece, another ingredient of the entree, right? We always talk about the, the ingredients. Everyone has an ingredient to this entree we call life. Well, your mastermind are people that bring individual ingredients to your definiteness of purpose. So that's going to be your second principle. And it is imperative that you follow this in order, right? Get the mastermind. The third one is applied faith, applied faith. And applied faith is very, is very different than blind faith. And, you know, I'm, everyone has what they believe on, uh, believe in, whether you're a Christian, whether you're Muslim, whether you're Jewish, right? Um, but sometimes, you know, it, it is true that our, our religions can make us blindly put faith into things that may not be good for us. Right. And what that what, what I'm trying to the point I'm trying to get at is applied faith takes action. Sometimes we just we just we go through something and we think prayer is enough, but we don't put in the work. But it's like faith without work is dead. So you have to apply the principles, apply the plan that you created in the first place where your definiteness of purpose, you have to apply things. And when you start applying things, the faith comes like, you know, X is going to happen because you did A, B, C, D, E, F, G and so forth and so on. Right. That's what applied faith is. So that's the difference between applied faith and just faith or quote unquote blind faith. Next, the fourth principle going the extra mile. Are you willing to do whatever it takes with integrity? Are you able to do whatever it takes to make sure you are doing principles one through three? Right. If you know you didn't hit your goal and you said you wanted to get this, this uh, you wanted to get step one of your definiteness of purpose. 
you wanted to get step one accomplished in three months and you on month two and a half, are you willing to go into beast mode to make sure it gets done in the time frame that you said you wanted to get it done? Or are you going to put it off and say, hey, if I get it done in six months, that's OK, too. No. Train your brain to go the extra mile when you need to. I'm not saying you should exert yourself. I'm not saying you should lack uh, on sleep if you need your sleep. I'm not saying that, but you should be making room for going the extra mile, putting in that extra work. If you go on 100 percent right now, figure out how tomorrow you can go 101 percent. And then after that, figure out how you can go 102 percent. Go the extra mile. Number five. Organized movements. Again. A lot of the sauce that I'm giving y'all, you already and eat. I feel like in each of these principles, you already halfway there. You already you just got to work out the kinks. But with organized movements, again, if you already have your core values straightened out, your mind, your body and your soul is already going to be moving, organized already. Right. Because your core values now is where you tap into your subconscious. So your, your body is going to start moving a certain way. And you may not even notice it. And best believe some of us have subconsciously trained our bodies to do poor movements and disorganized and, and disorganized movements. And we trained our bodies and our brains to operate in chaos. But it's never good to operate in chaos. It's never good to operate in chaos. Some people may be able to do it for a short while or, you know, they may be able to do it for a year or 10 years. But eventually, you know, that's when now your mental health and your inner peace is being disrupted. So it's not good. If you operating in chaos right now and it's working for you, that's fine. But figure out a way that you can organize that, that chaos eventually sooner than later, because organized movements is one of the fifth principles of controlled attention. You can't have controlled attention if you operating in chaos. It's not nothing's no. There's nothing controllable about chaos, first of all. <laughs> so if you can't control chaos, why are you moving through chaos? Organize your movements and the easier it is to, uh, to figure out what your core values are, the easier you'll find it to be to organize your movements. Number six. Self-discipline. This is one that comes up a lot. Self-discipline. Are you disciplined? When you say you're going to wake up Monday through Friday at 530, are you waking up Monday through Friday at 530? Are you disciplined? confession time i had changed my plans yesterday so today being friday i actually did not get up at 5 30 to go to the gym so i'm telling you guys so maybe somebody may even utilize that voice memo tool at the bottom of the show notes <laughs> and tell me that i need to do better i know i need to do better but i want to hear from one of you all <laughs> challenge accepted let's get back the next one, creative vision. I don't really need to go into self-discipline too much. You guys hear a lot about self-discipline and why it's important. But creative vision is also a good one. And we're going to be, I'm, I'm constantly figuring out guests that I could bring on the show that's going to give you tools to that you can develop creative vision as well because it's tricky. Especially when you once upon a time had this immense creative vision as a kid. And then once you enter you know, school from the time you enter school. Now you have a bunch of people telling you how that's not realistic. That's not realistic. And your creative vision starts to dwindle down. Um, and that can be the case for a lot of people. 
and it definitely uh, plays a part in how you were raised as well. I was fortunate enough to have creative parents myself, so my creative vision never really went anywhere. I'm always finding new ways to create, and I have the vision to where I don't necessarily have to get hear it from someone else to confirm that it's a, a, a good vision. All right. I got the vision, just like Beyonce said. Coach gave me the play. So I can't expect you to know what the play is if you don't even have the play in your in your head. Right. So creative, uh, creative vision, figure out ways to develop creative vision and then you can move on next into the next phase, which is organized thought. And unlike organized movements, organized movement movements is your subconscious again doing the core values and and things like that where your body starts to move differently organized movements like going to the gym every day at 5 30 that's an organized movement that gets you a result that you are desiring organized thought now is being able to pick apart your inputs right and figuring out why this input came to me the way that it did and what i should do with it that's organized thought Right. Because you're going to be your brain is a sending and receiving station. Just as much as you send out signals, you're receiving signals constantly. And if you don't have organized thoughts, sometimes a lot of those signals that we're receiving may be negative and bad signals that can be growing weeds in our garden. But we don't need to grow weeds. We need to pull those weeds out and you can't pull the weeds out of your garden without organized thought. So that's what organized thought is. Being able to consciously reach into the subconscious. That sounds tricky as hell. I know. But it's possible. And when you get to a level like that, you are in tune. You are uh like even just once you get to this one, you still got we still got three other principles to get to. But if you get to organize thought like you already a, a boss, like you're you're a, you're one of the goats. Right. You're one of the goats. Let's get into the next one. Number nine, learn from defeat. We got to understand that defeat, a.k.a. failure. Is a stepping stone. It is literally just a step that we have to use to climb onto, and then wait for the next failure or defeat so that we can get to the next level. Right. Learn like defeat identifies growth. Areas for growth, I would say. Hence why you got to learn how to learn from your defeat, learn from your failures. You don't want to repeat those failures, of course, because then now it's like kicking down the step and you wind up back on the ground level. But once you have that defeat, take that, take that big slab of defeat and place it in front of you on the next level and make a big step on top of it and stand on top of that defeat. And do everything you need to do. Continue to do the organized movements. Continue to have your self-discipline. Continue to have that creative vision. Continue to work with your mastermind. Until you hit another wall of defeat. Knock that wall down. And now step on top of that one. And now you're on the third level. And you're still progressing. Even though you're having these subtle moments of defeat and failure. Learning from defeat is imperative to growth anywhere right number 10 inspiration inspiration 
how can you find inspiration in things that most people don't find inspiration in? How can you be the inspiration to people in a way that most people are not the inspiration to? That is what inspir- that is what the inspiration principle is. How can you inspire others and how can you continue to inspire yourself yourself? Inspiration is important. Inspiration is kind of um, what initiates any type of action, right? When you're inspired, that's when you act the most accordingly. That's when you act the most aggressively when you're inspired by, by something. Like when most of us, like when most of us come out of those conferences and those those high energy conferences, the day after the conference, that when you're most inspired, that's when you're doing the most actions. But how can you continue to have that inspiration so that those movements and those actions don't die down? Just like New Year's. New Year's, everyone's inspired to have these New Year resolutions. So the first week of the new year, everybody's still on top of their goals. But what are you doing to continue that inspiration so you don't fall short like everyone else does? And so you don't give up on that New Year resolution like everyone else does. Inspiration is key. And that brings us to our 11th and final principle of developing a controlled attention. Attractive personality. Can you make your personality attractive enough to where you continuously are a you, you, you just gravity pulls more people and better people around you to your circle? And that you are just surrounded by light and you have people edifying you and when i say edify you constantly have people spreading good words about you because these words that we share it's a spell right there's no reason why we spell out words this is a spell so i'm very careful about the content that i'm listening to live also mentioned this in uh her episode as well you got to be very wary of what you're putting into your mind because what we hear it's a spell and it can manifest as reality so when you have people manifesting greatness on your name because you just have an attractive personality and they say oh q is an amazing this he's an amazing that i love his podcast his podcast is number one in the world and passionate attraction when you have people constantly saying things like that it continues to manifest even more so have and have and work on an attractive personality but you don't want to fake it right again what you might we might look at attractive personality and like why is that last and not one, because you can't really work on having an attractive personality if you're not going the extra mile, if you know, if you don't have self-discipline, if you don't have organized thought. Right. And again, another part of organized thought is not complaining. That's not organized thought, because if your thoughts were organized, you would know that complaining gets you nothing. So, again, attractive personality comes last because for you to truly have an attractive personality, these other principles have to come first. You have to learn from your defeat. You have to have a mastermind of people that you rely on for criticism and feedback. You have to, one, have a definiteness of purpose. Know yourself. Know thyself. Why do I keep saying self? Like I got a lisp. Know thyself. <laughs> know thyself. So the only way to unlock massives and that massive success. Now I'm wary of my lisp. The only way to unlock massive success is first by mastering your mind. 
And when you master your mind, that's when you learn to wash it of its bad habits and you establish new rules that cannot be subconsciously broken. Think about what that, how powerful that is. You washed your mind so clean of bad habits and you're so successful at establishing new rules and new mental cues that subconsciously your mind can't break those rules. That is the goal of 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 many, but it's it's very hard. It takes work. So following these principles, again, will bring you closer to the mastery of your mind and mastery of the mind is important because, again, this is what the most successful people have done. They have learned the ways of controlling their own mind and developing that controlled attention. Right. We had a conversation about how everyone is self-made. So we know for a fact that we can't control other people's thoughts or other people's actions. But what we can control our own thoughts, our own actions. So it's deeper than what we do subconsciously. And sometimes subconsciously, this, these are things that happen without us noticing it until it's too late, until it already happened, until it already produced a result. That's when we notice some of our subconscious decisions, when it produced a result. Either that result was really good or that, was, that result was really bad. Even if, the, even if the result was okay, we may not notice it. But our subconscious actions, when they produce a really good or really bad result, that's when we notice it. So. With that being said, consistently identify opportunities to self self reflect. And that's going to be the pro tip today. Continue to identify opportunities to self reflect. Figure out ways that you can organize your thoughts, figure out ways to start from the top down with that definiteness of purpose. If you don't have a definiteness of purpose already, I definitely suggest you read the book Think and Grow Rich. I also did an episode on the formula for developing your definiteness of purpose in season one as well. So that's that's where you got to go to the MDM archives. So if you follow in this station, go to Apple Podcasts, anywhere else you listen to podcasts and type in MDM archives and go down to season one definiteness of purpose. And you'll be able to find the episode there. But with that being said, guys, just remember to keep focused build momentum and drive results so that you can live abundantly. My name is Kai Speak. Hey guys. So thanks to you all, the Million Dollar Mind podcast has went global. The number one passion and attraction podcast in the world right now with huge support from the UK, Ireland, France, Belgium, Tanzania, and of course, the United States. With this accomplishment, we are getting bigger and better than ever. Now that said, we are soon incorporating video production and YouTube platform to the show so you guys can witness the podcast in full effect. You can now become a supporter of the Million Dollar Mind podcast by visiting the link in the description below. Share your support with me via email and you will receive a free gift. Tis the season to give. Peace.